Good evening, all you amazing travelers out there. This is Dr. Jim, and I'm back. I had been gone for a little while. I'd gone to Oklahoma. I'm living in Florida now, as I've told you before. I would go to Oklahoma to take care of some uh, very sick family members. But I just want to thank you for sticking with me. I've got over 1,000 subscribers now. But I will tell you this. Last podcast, I asked you guys to visit a website and do something, and most of you didn't, but that's I know that doesn't happen. I'm just asking you now to... Listen to this podcast and think about some things. Tonight's podcast is entitled, What Will You Do? No, what can you do? The world does not reward you for what you can do. It rewards you for what you will do. I've said this in another podcast, and I'm just going to elaborate on this a little bit. And, and, and once again, I'm going to tell you my life story and the life story of several of my friends. It's no different than anybody else's. But it's what you will do in life that makes a difference. We can... All of us can do anything. We have been endowed by our Creator to do anything in the world, on the planet, no matter how impossible it seems. We can do it, but most of us just won't. We will not go out and try. I'll tell you my story, and I've told it before, but I went to high school, small high school, uh, did mediocre. I graduated 62nd, I believe, somewhere in a I was about halfway in the middle, you know, not the top, not the lower, just right in the middle, 50%. But I went to college and failed miserably. I told us this before. Got drafted in the United States military. Vietnam was going on. But I'd been told by my high school, high school counselor, and so it stuck with me, don't go to college. Your best bet is to be a welder, be a carpenter. You're not college material. There's nothing wrong with being a welder or a carpenter. I wish I'd have done it, actually. I made a lot more money than I ever did as a teacher. But that stuck with me. I thought, well, I'm just not college material. So I, I did what was said in my mind. I went to college because my parents told me to, and I failed because I thought I was supposed to. I went to the United States Air Force, became an air traffic controller, an impossibility. Uh, three of 100 or something like that of us graduated. It was a very high washout field. But in fun, I drew a command that was incredible. I ended up with one of the top combat commands in the United States Air Force, one of the busiest runways. and I was very successful. I actually became a trainer of air traffic controllers before I got out. But then I got out, went back into civilian life, and went to college. And that voice inside my head did what it did before. Well, you shouldn't go to college. You know, you're not college material. So I went to college and I did what I'd always done. I failed. I failed miserably. I didn't get kicked out like I did the first time, but I, w- I just dropped out. Uh, stayed a couple years and dropped out. But I, in the time I was there, it stuck with me that you could have a trade. Well, I learned a trade just by taking some electives and in fiberglass. I learned how to do fiberglass. Well, long story short, I started repairing boats, building a shop fixing boats and I started designing things because I had this knack of creativity that I could design things. But by the time I was 27 years old, I was doing prototype work for the largest snowmobile manufacturers in America at the time. I could walk in my bank and on my signature at 27, guys, I could pick up $200,000 cash just on my signature. Everybody in town loved me. I hired 15 people. I had the highest paying jobs in the entire city. Uh, I used I hired skilled craftsmen. I had charge accounts at every restaurant. 
you wanted to go to, I could walk in and sign a tab. It didn't matter how big it was. I knew I was good for it. That was in 1978. I don't know what $200,000 in today's money is. I know it's a lot because it was a huge amount of money. Well, by the time about 1980-81 rolled around, interest rates had gone up to 23%. The snowboat industry had gone bankrupt. And I went down with them. I lost everything. I actually had to pay the bank $1,000 just to be able to sell my house. I was no longer welcome anywhere. Um, you know the old story, when you've got money, you've got lots of friends. I had all the friends in the world, but when it went down, I had no friends. Long story short, I lost everything. To the point that that Christmas of that year, I decided it's time to move somewhere else and try to start all over again. Um, my wife and I had to take our Christmas presents. They were clothing and such, pretty high-end clothing was given to us. But they gave us the receipts in case they didn't fit. We'd exchange them. Well, we would exchange them, but we took the cash because we had no money. We had to use that money to relocate. And relocate I did. But rather than quit, I started working part-time. I just said, you know, I always wanted to be a teacher. I'll go back to college. Now, granted, it's the same kid who was told he was a failure. So I'll get a PhD and I'll be a college professor. The number of people who laughed was amazing. My, quote, so-called friends and relatives said, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. Then I realized, no, you're telling me you can't do it, therefore I must not be able to do it. I didn't listen to them. But it's like, what would I do to get that? You're allowed seven years to get a PhD. From the time you walk into your PhD program, you're allowed seven years. Now, understand something, guys. I didn't have a bachelor's degree yet. But six years after I made that decision, I had a bachelor's, a master's, and a PhD. I wish I could tell you it's because I was smarter or I was brilliant. That's not the truth. That would be a lie to you. It's because I focused. I was committed. And it was my desired outcome. I said, no. There is no option. Failure is not an option. I will do this. Forget what people are saying. They don't know me. I know me. To the point, I've asked this question to a lot of my friends and, and when I've taught, what will you do to be successful? What will you do? Let me tell you what I did. I had a little three-year-old son. Down towards the end, I was so sure I was going to get accepted into a PhD program. I knew it. There was no option. I left myself no out. I gave up the lease of my apartment. We moved into a tent for a month to finish up the last of my master's degree. We moved into a tent in the state park. I will never forget that. We were homeless. I, I guess today we were homeless. I mean, I didn't see this being homeless. I just saw this part of what we had to do to get there. Anyway, I got accepted. I did fine. I graduated with a 4.0 average. Ended up being a college vice president. Um, and like I said, I wish I could tell you I have a high IQ. I don't. I'm just average. But I'm an ordinary person who decided I would do something extraordinary. You know, it's because I decided to go against all the resistance and do what I believed I could do. Now, what other people believed I could do because other people's belief system has nothing to do with you. Let me tell you another story. Dear friend of mine, pretty much the same as mine. He was a failure at college. Total failure at college. But he'd taken drafting for one year. He went to work for a company. 
not for the money, but for the company. And he started buying stock in the company. He started taking care of his business. It was a very good draftsman. Long story short, he ended up owning the, comp- owning the company. The company actually made all the Dillard's and Saks Fifth Avenue stores. Very big company. He was a very wealthy man. He lost it all. Now he's back on his feet doing the same thing. Once you've done it, it's easy to do it again. Another friend of mine painted signs in his garage for a living. Hand-painted signs. Dear friend, and these are dear friends of mine, people that I talk to at least weekly, and I see you know, several times a year, he was painting signs. He lost his family, his wife, his children. And today, he never gave up. Today, he has one of the largest sign-painting companies in the city. It's the largest city in the entire state. He's highly successful. Everybody loves him. He created no enemies because he believed in him, and they believed in him. He was laughed at like I was laughed at. All three of us were laughed at. All three of us went against what we were told to do. All three of us went against what our parents told us to do. But let me, it was just overcoming adversity, overcoming the doubting people out there. Because, you know, guys, all it is is resistance. You're not going to get anything until you overcome the resistance. So what's holding you back? You know, if you're driving a car, and I've used this analogy before, and you want to turn left, I don't care how positive you are, how much you believe that car will turn left on its own. If you don't put some input in, if you don't do something, you're going to end up where you don't want to be. You will not make that left turn. You've got to take an action for the vehicle to give you a reaction. Let me ask you this question. How many of you people have ended up where you didn't want to be because you failed to do the proper action? You knew what it was. But maybe you were afraid to. Fear is normal, guys. Fear is normal. But let me tell you something worse than fear. It's when you look back on a life and say, only if I wasn't afraid, I would have done that. You know, guys, I'm more afraid of looking back in life and say, I didn't do it and I could have, than I am of doing it. Because failure to me Failure is only one more stepping stone towards success. I like Zig Ziglar's always been my hero. So I failed forward, and that's what I've done. You can fail forward. Failure is great. Failure creates wisdom and experience. Because people have never failed, haven't failed yet. They will. They will. It's how they react to it that makes the difference. That's what creates the man or the woman. So what do you want in life? What's holding you back? Who's been telling you you can't do it? Look at them and think, don't, don't ever have conflict with them. But understand, they're telling you from their own point of view they couldn't do it, so therefore you apparently can't do it. They think you know you. The scariest words I've ever heard in my life is when people say, oh, I know Jim. I know Jim really well. That's funny because... You know, guys, I'm going to be 60 years old in April, and I don't know Jim. And yet they think they know me. Nobody knows you like you know you. Um, let me tell you a little story. There's a, a caterpillar. This is Zig Ziglar's story. And I want to paraphrase it with apologies to Zig Ziglar and all due respect for a gentleman I dearly love. Com- they call them processionary caterpillars, which means if you set them lined up head to tail... They would follow each other. 
Some scientists did an experiment. They put him in a circle, head to tail, head to tail, around, and they started walking in a circle. But in the middle of that circle, they had their favorite food. And yet those caterpillars walked in a circle until they all died of starvation. I love that story because it's like, you know, if just one of those caterpillars had made the left turn and somebody followed them, they all would have lived. But now they didn't. Nobody wanted to get out of the mold. So I ask you this question. Who are you following? Who's following you? Are they going the right direction? Do you have a better idea? Why don't you change? You know, last week was about go big. I want to ask you again. You need to go visit StartEarningOnlineNow.com or go to my website, YouAreAmazing.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-A-M-A-Z-I-N-G.com. You know, if you go to StartEarningOnlineNow.com, and sign up for the Go Big free program, you'll get invaluable information that will help you change. I want this year, 2010 is coming to an end. I want you to be able to say, 2011, I have just started to hit my stride. I am changing. I'm changing everything about me. I believe in me. Go there. A lot of your stuff is free. If it's not free, it costs like a dollar a day. Guys, would you be willing to give up a cheap cup of coffee to change everything about you? What's holding you back? Poor self-esteem? Fear? Misplaced belief system? Other people? Or who's holding you back? Your friends? Well, maybe you should find better friends. I can't answer that question. But I'd like for you to sit here tonight after this is over with, if you care to, and ask yourself that question and be honest with yourself. If it's fear, let it go. If it's poor self-esteem, let it go. You can go to all therapists in the world you, in the world to change your low self-esteem or get rid of phobias, but nothing will change until you change. You're the only one who's in control of you, guys. Nobody else is. And like I told you earlier, if you don't believe in you, I'll believe in you if that'll help. Because I know what can be done. You're listening to a person who's done it. And I've told you I wouldn't lie to you or make up stuff. I've not made up a single thing. I have done it. Did I make money with a PhD? Of course not. I was a teacher. I did it because it meant something to me. I wanted to teach college. I didn't do it for the money. And if you work for the money, guys, you're working for the wrong reasons. But if you work for yourself your own personal freedom, your freedom from fear, your freedom from poverty, your freedom from low self, whatever it is, whatever means something to you, get a big enough how, and I mean, excuse me, a big enough why, and pursue it, and pursue it relentlessly. You know, you're going to stumble, absolutely, but stumble forward. I love the analogy. If you had a baby... How many tries would you give him before he walked and you gave up on him? Of course, that's stupid. You wouldn't give up on him, would you? Well, if you're changing everything about your life, you're like a baby trying to learn to walk again. Don't give up on it. It'll get there. I believe in you guys. I love and respect you. You've done a great job. I appreciate your loyalty. I'm going to be, in fact, I'm going to change. I'm going to start doing podcasts more regularly because I've been somewhat remiss 
but I've had a lot on my plate. And like I say, I, I believe in you. I want you to succeed. I want you to go to startearningonlinenow.com, sign up for the free stuff, or buy into a program. Guys, I don't sell things, but I know what works and I know what doesn't work. And trust me, I've spent enough money on what doesn't work to at least be somewhat of an expert on what does. You've trusted me this far. Uh, I'm not doing this for the money. Uh, if I was, I could do anything else in the world. I could even teach and make more money than this. But it's about you. I know what can be done when you set your mind to it. You can move mountains if that's what you want to do. But if you just change one little thing about yourself, I ask you to do that. Sit down and think about one thing you can change that would make all the difference in the world. And you may think, well, it's not that big a deal. It'll make all the difference in the world. You might be surprised. You might be surprised. But anyway, enough of that. Just a good evening to you. I'm in Florida. Fall is setting in. Thank you for your support. I'll be back again next few days. We'll pick up on this. Remember, you are amazing. Go to my website, www.you-are-am-azing.com. And by the way, Leave a story. Some people have done that. And if you get a good story, I'll, I'll read it on the air. If your life is perfect, email me. I may have you on a podcast with me. People like to hear this. If you've got a question, email me. But go and visit my website. Go to startearningonlinenow.com. Take a look at Go Big Now. See what she's got. I would not steer you wrong, guys. But thank you for indulging me. This is Dr. Jim. I'll see you again. And remember, you are amazing.